Hi, it's Katie with Bountiful Living, and Merry Christmas from our family to yours. So, I have my kids with me today. Hi. Because it's the holidays, and we're wanting to spend time together. So, we're going to just do kind of an organic uh, Bible reading here, just sort of like what we would do at home. So, girls, this week... We are looking at faith. Last week, remember, we talked about hope. Yeah. And Christ is our hope yesterday, today, and forever. And today, we are going to talk about a new topic of faith. And as we read in Hebrews 1 last week, it says, Faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. So I was pretty amazed, girls, as I was studying and preparing for what we might talk about or discuss (laughs) You're staring at me funny. (laughs) And just in my research, I was amazed at the faith that Mary had to be the mother of Jesus. And I always read the Christmas story to girls from Luke chapter 2. Yeah. But today we're going to back up and read Luke chapter 1, and it's really long. Do you think you guys can rally for it? Maybe. (laughs) So from Luke chapter 1, I'm reading from the ESV. It says it's written to Theopolis, which I'm trying to remember. That's that's not necessarily a person. I think it just means two believers. I'll have to look that up. can look it up on my phone right now. Theopolis. D-H-E-O-P. So there was a person who was later in uh, the Roman Empire, I guess, 800s. But that is not this person. So... Theopolis actually means Theo. Of course, that root word is God. So, In Latin or Greek? Thank you. That's a great question. It doesn't say my guess is Greek because uh, the New Testament it's, was... I think might be Latin because in school we learned about Latin and Greek words, words and I'm pretty sure it's probably Greek. Yeah, that, that would be my guess because we know the New Testament was written in Greek. That was one of the languages. And so basically it was written to like, dear sir, you know, or something like that. But it means someone who loves God, yes. a Christian, a believer. So that's what Theopolis means. All right. So the oldest is nervous, but she ran and got um, stuff. Test. She's actually a test she just took in school. It literally says, Greek roots assessment number two. What does the Greek word theos mean? God. And you got it right. Congrats. I got a 103 on my test because <laughs> I got the bonus right. Also. Go, girl. Little one's not learning Greek or Latin yet. <laughs> <laughs> so that, to clear that up for you guys, not to spend so much time there, but this is written to Theopolis, meaning uh, a, someone who loves God. So that's you. So this is written to you. All right. So this is written to people who love God. It says, In as much as many have undertaken to compile a narrative of the things that have been accomplished among us, just as those who from the beginning were eyewitnesses and ministers of the word have delivered them to us, it seemed good to me also, having followed all these things closely for some time past, to write an orderly account for you, most excellent Theopolis, that you may have certainly concerning the things you have been taught. So this person is saying that 
we know a lot of stuff has happened, and this is an eyewitness account to us of this story. And so in Luke 1, verse 5, the birth of John the Baptist is foretold. Do you guys know what that means, foretold? I know that for means before, right? Yes. So to foretell. Um, so it, tell before? Yes, telling before it happens. Right. Yes. So this is would be considered a prophecy, another word for that. Prophecy. So it says, now here the story starts. Yay! In the days of Herod the king of Judea. There was a priest named Zechariah. So pay attention to that name because that's going to be John the Baptist's dad. Okay. Cool. And it's saying that he is a priest in Israel of the division of Abijah. And he had a wife from the daughters of Aaron, and her name was Elizabeth. So, Aaron, do you guys remember who Aaron is from the Old Testament? No. No? He was Moses' brother, and he was the first priest of Israel. So th- them being a descendant directly from Aaron, that's a big deal. So that's basically, <laughs> that's and I, that's something I didn't know either, that <coughs> John the Baptist was a direct descendant of Aaron. Whoa, that's incredible. God does that kind of stuff. Because who who is Jesus a descendant of? I know you guys know this one. Mary! Yes, Mary! <laughs> yep mary who else (laughs) who else do i say from the old king david king david (laughs) yeah we have someone in the family that's not as serious as the rest of us so thank goodness for that (laughs) y'all that was great okay okay listen okay so that's cool guys His wife was a descendant of the daughters of Aaron, and her name was Elizabeth. So these are John the Baptist's parents, Zechariah and Elizabeth. And they were both righteous before God, walking blamelessly in the commandments and statues of the Lord. But guess what, guys? They did not have a child. Elizabeth was barren, and both of them were advanced in years. What does that mean? They were old. Old! Yeah. So now while he was serving as priest, so that's Zechariah, before God, when his division was on duty, according to the custom of the priesthood, he was chosen by lot to enter the temple of the Lord and burn incense. And the whole multitude of the people were praying outside at the hour of incense. So he had some spiritual support there for him. Yeah. And there appeared to him an angel of the Lord. An angel! Standing on the right side of the altar of incense. And Zechariah was troubled. Now, guys, I hear this over and over again when people see angels. They're always, what? Like, scared scared. and troubled. I think I would be because this giant. Because they're glowing wings. They're bright. So it says Zechariah was troubled when he saw him and fear fell upon him. This is a common response when people see something enormous and holy. There, that's a good word, holy. And uh, bright and supernatural. Immortal. <laughs> and what? And it's over and over again, the angel always says, Do not, do be, not afraid. be afraid. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's so, like, ah! And then the angel's ah! like, do not be afraid. Because I would definitely, you know, be... Freaked out. Probably freaked out, too. The angel said to him, do not be afraid, Zechariah. Your prayer has been heard, and your wife Elizabeth will bear you a son. And you shall call his name John. 
Now, we've been talking about John the disciple, and this is not him. This is John the Baptist. He's someone totally different. There's lots of Johns in the Bible, just like there's lots of people who have the same name. It says, you will have joy and gladness, and many will rejoice at his birth. And he will be great before the Lord. He must not drink wine or strong drink, but he will be filled with the Holy Spirit, even from his mother's womb. So that says something incredible right there, because at that time, the Holy Spirit had not been given to all. It was only select few people. Even Moses, when he was like taking care of yeah, <laughs> certain priests, people, uh, Moses, when he was taking care of all the people in the desert, he asked the Lord for help because it was a lot of responsibility on one person, only one person having the Holy Spirit. So this is incredible, saying that from the womb, John the Baptist would Ooh. be filled with the Holy Spirit. Isn't like there like a story in the Bible where um, someone comes to, I think Moses or someone, John, I think so. John and then um, he gets excited and starts kicking inside of... Yeah, this is John the Baptist, yeah, and that's why. We're going to read about that in a minute, so yes. <laughs> okay. What's so, up, little one? Um, well, why did... Um, Jesus have to get baptized, but he didn't sin. That's a great question. Why did Jesus, if no one heard that, why did Jesus get baptized if he had not sinned? He was obeying the Lord. Right, that little was and it I, like for like a declaration or something that he was Jesus? Somewhat. I'm, I'm looking at <sighs> baptism still. It was a, and that's a lot of what John the Baptist did. Um, he baptized people because it was a Jewish cleansing ritual that, I have not looked into the backgrounds and, and everything of it. I can just tell you the fact that it was that. And that is why we do it today, because it is putting off with the old man and we're walking in the newness of Christ. We are following, we're showing our obedience to Christ when we are baptized. Because it's it's like a cleansing. It's 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 symbolic of cleansing. So even though Jesus technically didn't have anything to How? cleanse, what happened when, like, the Holy Spirit descended on Jesus like a dove? I mean, it was a beautiful moment like when Jesus was yeah. baptized. Totally beautiful moment. And I, I want to look into that more. But let's get back to our story. <laughs> We're talking about um, John the Baptist being filled with the Holy Spirit from the womb. That's incredible, guys. Where were we? Where were we? Okay, verse 16, verse 16. And he, meaning John the Baptist, will turn many of the children of Israel. You want to read some of it? Hang on one second. To the Lord. Okay, where are we? And he will go in before him in the spirit and power of Elijah to turn the hearts of the father to the children and the disobedient to the wisdom of the just and to make ready the Lord a people prepared. So John the Baptist, this is the angel telling Zechariah this. This is a foretelling. Remember, we talked about that word a minute ago. There, he, this angel is coming and saying, this is what's going to happen. John the Baptist, your wife, Elizabeth, is pregnant with John the Baptist, and he is going to bring people. He's going to prepare the way for Christ. That's a big job, a big duty. You want to read? Where are we? Verse 18. You're going to have to move closer to the mic. Okay, verse 18. And Zechariah said to the angel, How shall I know this? For I am an old man, and my wife is advanced in years. Okay, we're going to pause there. 
I'm an old man and my wife has advanced in years. Does this sound familiar to Abraham and Sarah? Yeah. God made his original covenant. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's like really good. With Israel. Like They're the same thing. Like, I'm too old to have a baby. And you, you girls and both know, and I... 100, and they had a baby randomly. Well, not randomly. It was uh, a miracle. It was a miracle. Miracle! The two of you mm. are miracles, and I've, I've shared a little yeah. bit on this podcast, and maybe not quite in detail, but the two of you <sighs> are miracles. Yeah, we know. But girls, listen, this is what I want to share. Did you know, hey, just like Abraham had faith, he, got, he immediately had faith. And it was counted to him as righteousness. And I took that story of Abraham and Sarah, and it was very encouraging to me that God did a miracle in them, what was impossible biologically. God promised an heir to Abraham through Isaac. And so he got an heir. He got a child. Because God who promised... Not from the market, no. It was a miracle. It was a miracle. Miracle! (laughs) And you two are miracles. That's what I was going to point out Uh and say that I had faith that I... God can provide. That God can provide. provide. And you two are proof. You are proof that God is faithful. God is always beforehand. Yeah. You guys are living proof that God is still faithful today. Because Tomorrow. doctors told me I would never have children, but yet here you are. Yep. God is today, tomorrow, and forever. That's right. Like in the last podcast, I think. <laughs> you are listening. Huzzah. Okay, so. Yep. Yay. You're the chicken. Woo. Sometimes you listen. Praise the Lord. So to bring us back to our conversation right now, we're sitting here and the angel is talking to Zachariah, telling him, he is going to have a baby, and this is what the baby is going to do and be. And it's pretty incredible. Like, it's mind-blowing. And his response, though, is not one of faith. He does not respond with faith. He says, how shall I know this? Because I'm old and my wife has advanced. In years. So what did the angel say? And the angel answered him, I am Gabriel. I stand in the presence of God, and I was sent to speak to you and bring you to this good news. And behold, you will be silent and unable to speak until the day that takes these things that these things take place, because you did not believe my words, which Whoa. which will be fulfilled in their time. That's harsh. Well, is it though? If an angel shows up that has been in the presence of God, do you think they're lying to you? Nope. So he didn't have faith in what happened to him. His he had no- to be silent. He was silent. He had and so to be he could quiet tell until his wife his... that she was going to have a baby. So it says in verse 21, and the people were waiting for Zechariah. They were wondering what was the delay in the temple. When he came out, he couldn't even speak. He realized he had seen a vision. I would not be very responsive after a moment like that, an encounter like that in the temple. He kept making signs, like he was trying to make sign languages to him, but he remained mute. And what if when he tried to yell, he couldn't. Because I think he, like his voice his box has gone. When I get laryngitis, sometimes I lose my voice for a week, and I can't talk, and I write things down, and I kind of make signs. But he couldn't talk at all. He couldn't even like go, you know, or any of that. You know, he could was. Could he write? Yeah. He could write. But what was their paper? What? They Probably have papyrus or questions. rock carvings. <laughs> Parchment. Parchment. I have a question. Did they have to make paper 
Yes, like we do today, except mm -hmm. we have like machines. Yes, and we, we can make paper out of paper. Better. They had scrolls and things. Yeah. Scrolls, yeah. I don't know how the process was done. They had like but... coal for like pencils and stuff, though. Mm -hmm. Right. I wrote with coal. Charcoal or something. I'm not exactly sure. Charcoal. It would be fascinating to ink. look at that study. Ink. Feather. Yeah, I know. It looks like they had ink. How do you make ink? Those uh, are great questions. I think grapes. No, I don't think <laughs> <laughs> So. No, no, not inky grapes. Squids. You get squids. Squids. So it says when his time of service was over, it had ended, he went home. And after these days, his wife Elizabeth did home conceive, home. but for five months she kept herself hidden, saying, Thus the Lord has done for me in the days when he looked upon me to take away my reproach among people. So Good I, one. I think that is where we will pause um, before we talk about the birth of Jesus being foretold, but I have some questions for you guys, and then I want to see if you guys have some questions for me. How do you think Abraham's faith compared to Zachariah's faith? We didn't read about it, but you guys know the story. He believed uh, God. Don't. He believed God at his word. Yeah. Uh, and he said that his descendants would be, it would outnumber the stars, it would outnumber the sand and the seashore, and we know that's true, right? We stand here today and we know that is true, right? Yeah. They yeah. outnumber the air particles in the sky and the jiggles. Definitely. Definitely. So what about Zachariah's faith, though? Did he have it? No. No, he didn't. He was like, this can't happen. I'm too that's, old. Yeah. Mm. God's will was still done because he we know John the Baptist came. He just couldn't speak. But he was silenced. It was like a little... A little gift. <laughs> the opposite of a gift. Opposite. A downside of... Puppy well, girls, let's, let's pray. Okay, to close, let's close in prayer. So, God, I pray that we would have faith in you, knowing your word is true, that you are faithful to your promise. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. You can discover life in Christ today at bountifulliving.net or check us out on Instagram at bountiful underscore living. Bye. Bye. Bye.